Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Now, I promised last week that because people were getting curious, I mm-hmm. said we would start, start talking about the anointing. Hey, power. Generally speaking, if you're wondering where we've been trying to go this year, we've been go- trying to go the direction of faith. Yes. Increasing our faith. Faith. Our capacity to act within the God, within the God-given grace. Mm. So that's why we started by talking about the word. The word. Because faith comes by hearing. Hearing and hearing by, by the, the word. word. If you don't have the word even if god loves you so much Mm. you can end up going without because the word is the seed Mm. and everything that god gives us gives it gives to us in what seed Seed form form. and then you plant it and then it grows so i talked about the word the word the word the word what else did we talk about um we talked about the word i think it was sort of honor yeah, then we started entering the anniversary season. Yes, so we had lots of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving yeah. and all of that. And then we talked about the principle Ooh, res- of reciprocal recognition. recognition. Meanwhile, you know, I know you're hot. Oh, gosh. And, and I'm cool. Oh. So I really need this climate in front of us to be taken off because... But I'm hot. It's, it's moving me from cool to cold. <laughs> Winter boots in summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is called over-delivering. Don't just deliver. Over-deliver. Yeah, we thank you for the climate, people. Thank you, thank you. So, where were we? Yeah, now, faith, faith, faith. faith, faith, faith. Mm. So, there's this aspect. I don't know whether it's an aspect of faith, but it's a very important thing to understand. Called the anointing. The anointing is a mysterious thing, but it doesn't have to be mysterious. Mm -hmm. So just so that we remove all the mystery, maybe we first sort of figure out to define what it is. What is the anointing? What is the anointing? Mm. Acts 10.38, why don't you read for us? Acts 10.38. It says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, mm. who went about doing good and healing all who are oppressed by the devil, mm. for God was with him. Amen. Amen. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with mm. what? The Holy Spirit. Spirit and with power, because the Holy Spirit comes with power. Mm-hmm. So the anointing in this case, when we talk about the anointing, we're talking about the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. The anointing of the Holy Spirit. That is when a person, an individual, God chooses an individual Mm -hmm. or a person Mm -hmm. and gives them the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Now, the good thing is that because we live in the New Covenant dispensation, Mm. you see, in the Old Testament, God had to choose you to anoint you. Yes. You you didn't just show up and desire the anointing. Mm -mm. 
Now, in the New Testament, that's why the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the glory of the former house. In the New Testament, mm. everyone mm-hmm. can be anointed. Oh. Everyone can be anointed. Eh. Yeah, because the anointing is the Holy Spirit. In that Old Testament, not everyone had the Holy Spirit. No. It was very few people, very few people mm. who had the Holy Spirit upon them. Uh-huh. And God had to go through a lot of detail to get the Holy Spirit yes. working with those people. In the New Testament, the moment you come to Jesus, one, you receive the Holy Spirit in you uh-huh. as oh, the moment you accept Christ. You receive uh-huh. the Holy Spirit in you, mm-hmm. in your spirit. Mm-hmm. It says that Spirit bears witness with our spirit, spirit that we are sons, children of God. Uh-huh. That's Acts 8. Uh-huh. So, the moment you receive, because the anointing is in exact terms of New Testament speaking, yes. the, Holy Spirit. the Holy Spirit. The anointing is the Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. Okay? Now, once you receive Jesus, you receive the Holy Spirit yes. in your spirit. Uh-huh. But, that's, there's a big but there. Uh-huh. Because is that the anointing? Not really, mm. because mm-hmm. everything in your spirit doesn't necessarily work out mm-hmm. of you. Mm. That's why everyone has healing in their spirit, yes. but you can walk around with healing in your spirit and never get into your body. Everyone has wealth in their spirit. Mm-hmm. Because it says, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Mm-hmm. First Corinthians 6, 17. Mm-hmm. That means you, your spirit, my spirit, and Jesus' spirit identical mm-hmm. in our spirit but not decided by experience mm-hmm. not by experience by so identity the anointing mm-hmm. is when you allow that which because Bill Johnson put it this way the Holy Spirit in you is for your sake yes the Holy Spirit upon you is for other people's sake mm-hmm. it's for other sake so you can be a person who never received the Holy Spirit upon you. You don't speak in tongues. You know, and you'll go to heaven. You'll, be, you'll live a nice life and go to heaven. Mm. But you'll be very ineffective in ministry. Because the anointing is not for you in you. The anointing is upon you for others. Wow. Jesus said that the, the Spirit of the Lord is upon, upon me, me because he has anointed, anointed me. me. That's Luke, 4, yes, 18. Luke 4, 18. Mm. The Spirit of the Lord is upon, upon me because me. he has anointed, anointed me. So you see, the same way you would wear a jacket mm. just to demonstrate. I'm not saying the anointing is not a jacket. No, please. The anointing is not oil. The anointing is not a bird. Mm-mm. The anointing is not wind. The anointing is not a dove. A a white dove. The mm. anointing is not a white dove. The mm. anointing is not laying on of hands. The anointing is none of those things. But the anointing is when the Holy Spirit is operating upon a person and with mm-hmm. a person. Mm-hmm. Because it says in, in John, John uh, 14, 17, mm-hmm. John 14, it says, I will pray the Father. No, no. It says, in 16 or 17, and I will pray the Father and will give you another helper yes. that he may abide with, with you, you forever. forever. And then it says, the spirit of truth mm-hmm. whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. Mm. But you know him for he dwells with, with you, you and will be in, in you. you. So those are two dimensions. Yes. He's telling the disciples because the, why, why was the spirit with them? This is very funny. Witnessing. You have to understand mm. it because they were with Jesus. Yes. 
You see, yes. there are three dimensions of, re of, of relationship with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit in you, that's in your spirit. The Holy Spirit upon you, mm -hmm. which is the anointing. Mm -hmm. And then the Holy Spirit with you, mm. which is the presence of, of God, God with a person. Yes. You know, there are people who carry the presence of God. Oh, yes. Or you, you yourself, you can get to a point where you relate with God so much that when you enter a room, people actually get a sense that God is in the in place. In the place, yes. So those are the three dimensions. So the anointing effectively is when a person has the Holy Spirit upon them for purposes of ministry, mm. for the sake of others. others. Now, wow. Do you want to add to that? Mm -hmm. or, okay. So, you, you ask yourself, so why is that important? Why is that important? <laughs> a little one shall become a thousand. Mm. A small one, a strong nation. We are a movement of the gospel, discipleship mission. mission. We plant life-giving, disciple-making, community, community renewing churches. churches. We are here for the purpose of catalyzing spiritual, social, economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result the world. All of that can't happen if you are not anointed. <laughs> yeah. In fact, a lot of people operate on other people's anointing. Oh. Yes, like the disciples. Do you know the yes. disciples were healing the sick and casting yes. out demons and doing yes. all of that? Whose anointing were they Jesus. working? Jesus' anointing. That says he dwells with you. How was the Holy Spirit dwelling with them? Because Jesus was with them. Yes. He carried an environment yes. of the Holy Spirit. Yes. So all you needed to do was be around Jesus and yes. it would rub off on you. They said in Acts 4.13 that when they saw that they were uneducated men and they saw their boldness, they knew they had been with Jesus. Yes. Just being with Jesus made them operate like they were anointed. But Jesus knew that because he was going away, uh -huh. it wasn't going to be sustainable whatever they were getting from hanging around him. Yes. So they needed their own anointing their own that's why he told them do not go anywhere don't yes. do anything yes rather wait in jerusalem yes. until the, the holy, holy spirit, spirit has come upon you and says it will not be in many days mm. then you will be witnesses yes you receive power yes i don't know whether that makes sense yes studio audience does that make sense so so today, I want us to focus. We'll talk a little bit more about the anointing in the coming weeks. But I want us to focus on desiring the anointing. Oh. Desiring the anointing. Mm. And it's just to say, look, you may be able to do certain things just because you're in worship harvest. Yes. You're able to do certain things just because of the location you go to. Mm. Or because of your mission or community leader. Mm. Or your cohort leader. Which is all good. That's why you see when you have a community, things happen for everyone yes. because everyone's anointing wraps off the other. But that can also be deceptive. Mm. That's why they have, some people, when they get out of fellowship, then they fall back and they start behaving oh. like they, they are not Christians. Why? They never had it in the first place. They were operating on other people's anointing and faith. Wow. Okay, mm. but you can be anointed. Amen. You, you who is watching us, you is you. The anointing is not reserved for a few special people. Mm. The anointing is available for you, but you must desire, desire it. it. You must desire the Holy Spirit to anoint you. 
Now, Jesus himself, Luke 3, 21 to 23. Let's start there. Luke 3, 21 to 23. It says, when all the people were baptized, this is Jesus being baptized. Yes. Well, you, you should help us read. <laughs> when all the people were baptized, it came to pass mm. that Jesus also was, was baptized. baptized. Uh-huh. And while he prayed, uh-huh. the heaven was opened. But let's just leave it right there. First, take us back to verse 21. Was Jesus already a God's son? Totally. Yes. Yes. Had he been doing ministry? Yes. No. No, he had not been doing any ministry. He hadn't been doing ministry. He was a carpenter. He was a carpenter. Did he know the scriptures? Eh? By age 12. Yeah. By age 12, he knew the scriptures thoroughly. Uh-huh. And this is after he had disappeared another 18 years. Yes. But he had not started ministry. Why? He did not have the anointing. Yep. So in Acts 10, 38, when they say how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, yes. this is the event they not, are talking not about. Jesus Christ even. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus of, Nazareth. of Nazareth. That's why it doesn't say Jesus Christ. Yeah. Of, no. Jesus. God, because Christ, uh-huh. the word Christ yep. means, means the, the anointed. anointed one. So that's why the Bible doesn't say how God anointed Jesus Christ of mm-hmm. Nazareth. Because then you'll be anointing already an anointed person. Yes. He says, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth Mm. and that's when he became Jesus Christ. Exactly. Am I making sense? So before he was just Jesus of Nazareth, he goes into the Jordan, the Holy Spirit comes upon him, he comes out. Anointed. He is Jesus Christ. Anointed one. Wow. And from that time, he is capable of doing things that he was not able to, to do, do before. before. Yes. Supernatural kind of stuff. Um, I, I don't know if this makes sense. Shed some more light there. Yeah, you touched the thing I, I, that I just wanted to point out. That Jesus of Nazareth, that detail. Yeah. Yeah. Before the anointing, just, uh, uh, yes, he carried the power of God, just like we do the thing he talked about, identity. Yeah. By sonship, we are what we are. But when the anointing comes upon you, when the Holy Spirit comes upon me, it's like you're activated yeah. into your assignment. Yes, the assignment exactly. of the like Christ mm. was then activated at the point of the anointing when the Holy Spirit came, came upon, upon him. him. My goodness. You see, I like what you just said there because the activation. Mm-hmm. Look, already when his mother and father were looking for him, he said, I had to be about, about my father's business. So he already knew who his father was. Yes. So he, he, he was already in the temple. Maybe you have already been in the church a couple of years, maybe too many years. You know your identity. We've taught you grace. You know everything about who you are. You're not confused mm. about how much God loves you and how Jesus died for you and gave himself for you and that you carry sonship. Yes. So th- we are not talking about sonship mm-hmm. here. We are talking about assignment Mm -hmm. because as a church we've gone through 15 years of establishing sonship and I think that the next 15 years are going to be assignment Assignment. on steroids amen come on so that's why God has been opening our eyes Mm. about these things in the last 12 months or so about who about his assignment. Yes, yes, yes. So, Jesus 
was already the son of God. Uh -huh. He already knew who he was. Uh -huh. He already could pray. Uh -huh. he, says he said he prayed. He uh -huh. said the heaven what? Was opened. Now, this is where the magic happens. Heavens, and what happened next? Next verse. And the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. descended in bodily form like a dove. The Holy Spirit wasn't a dove. It wasn't a dove, just like how a dove descends upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved son. In you I am well pleased. Amen. Now Jesus himself began, began his, his ministry. ministry. Ay, 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 ay. At about 30 years of age, being as was supposed the son of Joseph, the son of Heli. So that's what we are talking about. Wow, wow, wow. wow. Began. He began his ministry at that point. That's when he began. He began after being anointed. anointed. Eh. Yeah. Eh. So, I'm not saying quit leading the MC. Mm -mm. What? No. What I'm saying is by the way, you you wow. find that in 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 uh, New Testament dispensation there are levels. Yes. There is depth. Mm. You you can be anointed mm. many times mm. into different dimensions of operation. Yes. Yeah, because you can be anointed to teach. Yes. But when you don't necessarily see miracles. Yes. Then you can be going to the dimension of your teaching, but you're seeing miracles. Mm -hmm. Then you can be going to the dimensions of your teaching, you're seeing miracles, and you are effective at evangelism. Mm. Then you can go to the dimension of multiplication. You plant churches. You, mm. you know. So there, there is no limit. That's why when it comes to this thing, the things of God, you cannot arrive. You can't no, say, no, no, I no, know no, that. No, 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 there is so much more in God. There is so much more. Amen. And it's because of the word. The anointing. So the idea that we want to plant in your wow. heart tonight is for you to desire the anointing. We'll come back the other Wednesdays and tell you what do you do now? Mm. How do you go about being anointed? Mm. What God does role play, what role does God play? What role do you play? Mm. But you must desire the anointing. And you must understand that without the anointing. <laughs> Yeah, you can do things, yeah. they, they can look good and what, but mm. they, there is a lack of the supernatural mm. dimension. You can lead an MC mm. and people come, you can even harass them to attend the mission. <laughs> Say, like, I'll throw you out of my mission room if you are not faithful. <laughs> but if, if there is anointing, mm. it becomes attractive. The oh, anointing wow, wow, is attractive. Wow, wow. It is. Yeah. The anointing is attractive. Mm. People just get drawn. attracted, mm. they get drawn. Mm. To, to what is happening. So, so that's the first thing we see is that Jesus himself began the ministry having been anointed and yet he was a son from his from mother's, mother's womb. womb. Yes. From his mother's womb. Mm. Hmm. But when the anointing... Yeah. And by the way, you can't... Like, it's even hard to say that he wasn't anointed at all. No. He was still anointed yeah. to a degree. Remember, his mother mm. met yeah. Elizabeth, Elizabeth and John the Baptist was baptized in the Holy in Spirit. The womb. Mm. And his, 
understanding of the scriptures at age 12 supernaturally, that was an anointing. Mm. It says you have an, an anointing from, from the, the Holy, Holy One, One and you know all things. Mm. It's still an anointing. Still an anointing. So it just goes to demonstrate that there are levels. So there are things that he could do oh, at that stage, yes. but there are other things that he could not do. Yes. So for example, when you understand how the anointing operates, huh. you'll know that there are things that you can have authority over and there are things that even though you can shout and have faith, I have faith, you still don't have authority over them because you are not at that level of anointing. Wow. Yeah. You see, there are certain diseases that respect certain levels of anointing. It's what it is. That's why the, the other boy, they, they had, you see, they tried to cast out the demon because mm. they had already been doing it. Yes. So they were used to casting out demons, but then they found one which, which was couldn't. at a different level of anointing. Mm. Yes. Yeah. It, it's what it is. Mm. That's why you've prayed and some things have worked and some things uh, have not worked. They don't respond. It's yes. just dimensions. Oh. It's just dimensions. You see, the district, the RDC, mm. they have a dimension. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, the mayor of a city has a dimension of authority. Yes. It is over the city. The mayor of the city can't go to another city and start exercising mayoral authority. No. Why? It's dimensions. But the district, whatever it is, has authority over the different cities in that district, but can't go to another district. Oh. There are dimensions. Now, the president has authority, dimensions, over the whole nation. There is no district or place where they can say for us, we will not do what the president wants because of the dimensions oh. of authority. Okay. So, now, Says whatever you're so feeling. So anointing is authority. Yeah, it's authority. Over. Over. But there are dimensions. Absolutely. Now, just because you can't command the army doesn't mean you don't have authority. No, no. It just might mean that you, you, the authority you have is to command your children at home. <laughs> and that's the dimension. That's also a dimension. <laughs> don't laugh. Some people fail to do that also. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> if wow. you're just joining us please type in the comments what you're liking so yes say no, what no, you're no. So, I mean my mind is buzzing with things as you speak when you talked about Jesus the fact that he knew he was the son of God he actually and he was the son of God yep. and he knew the assignment that he had been given on the earth it wasn't the lack of awareness no. so you can be aware of, of even the assignment God has given you. You've yeah. seen dreams, you've seen visions, prophecies have been given, yeah. but there's no effectiveness because yeah. you do not yet have the authority and power to walk in the assignment yeah. that you've been given. Yeah. And so you have to desire yes. the anointing, which is what releases you to walk in the thing that you know that yeah. you are called to. Totally. Yeah. Like there are certain things I desire mm. to do and mm. I, I sense that God has called me to those things. Mm. But I'm not yet doing them. Why? I don't yet have the key to those things. So I must desire mm. and I must take the steps that the Bible shows in the different places and pictures and scriptures to get there. Otherwise, it can be wishful thinking. Yes. Or you can say, ah, we are going to do it. And then it will not work. Because you see, the kingdom is orderly. You can't just do it because you want to do it. <laughs> You can't just do it because you, you can afford to buy the loudspeakers. No. Hey. You buy the loudspeakers hey. and it won't work. <laughs> so you, you must have an understanding of where you are. 
Yes. And an appreciation of where you are. You get what I'm yes. saying? Like, that, that kind, by the way, it takes out all the strife. It does. Because for some people, a lack of appreciation of where you are mm. can be the reason that kills your ministry. Because you are where you are, but you, you are trying to do something of where someone else exactly. is. You see, mm. <coughs> a, a guy like Bishop Doug or Benny Hinn or Pastor Robert Kayanja, they're at a different level. <laughs> you don't yeah, I can't say because I also know how to read English in the Bible, I'm going to do what Pastor Robert Kayanja does. No. You're going to just waste your money and you'll go home with your tail between your legs. Oh, so Lord. You must understand where you are. And the Spirit actually confirms it in your heart that now is the time to yes. do this. Now is the time to step up to this. Yeah, You always know. You Again, always it's know. the Holy Spirit yes. because it's the only one who will tell you now. Now you can do this. Now start doing this. Mm. Or don't. You don't yet have the yes. spiritual resources for the thing you want yes. to do. So, that was Jesus. Ooh. I don't know whether this makes sense to people. Now, when you go from Jesus, you go to the disciples. Mm -hmm. Okay, Acts 1, verse 4. Uh-huh. Let's read for us. And being assembled together with them, uh -huh. this is Jesus, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. Uh -huh. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not, not many, many days, days from now. now. Right there. First, mm. chill it there. Mm. So remember, this is the same Jesus who had sent them out to the different cities. Mm, go here, go there, mm. do this, do that. When he was with them. Yes. Now he says, guys, <laughs> do me a favor. Yeah. Don't leave Jerusalem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, the thing you're going to do, there is something else you need oh my to be able to do it. So don't leave Jerusalem. Now, was Jesus already resurrected? Of course. Yes. The, if, if you are the one who claims that as long as Jesus is raised from the dead, there is power. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wow. There is no power just because Jesus is raised from the no. dead. He was already raised from the dead. Why, why, why didn't he tell them? To, why didn't they go? Now, meanwhile, these scriptures, they sound obvious, but they are not. Uh, uh, because... Not at all. Oh, my goodness. In fact, if you understand the geography, these are very annoying scriptures. <laughs> because remember, Jesus was from Capernaum. Yes. That's where his headquarters were, yes. in Galilee. So he gathered these Galileans, they worked together, they used to come to Jerusalem and go back. Come. Now they took the final journey to Jerusalem when he was going to die. Mm. That's when they passed through the house of Lazarus, ETC, Mary. So he's telling them, I'm, guys, I'm going to Jerusalem to die. Mm. <laughs> so they can't believe it because they've been to Jerusalem before and they've gone back home safely. Yes. Because they were Jewish men, they had to come to Jerusalem mm. for the festivals. Mm. And because Jesus fulfilled all the laws, mm. So it means Jesus went for every, every festival, festival every year in Jerusalem, even with his disciples. Mm. Okay? So, yeah. So now he tells them, I will not come back. Now people don't think that Jerusalem is like Naria and Galilee is in Chaliwajala. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was far. Jerusalem was in another province called Judea. Galilee yes. was a province of its own, yes. where Capernaum, the city was. And because they were 
Jews, they, many times they, they even had to cross the Jordan and go the other wow. way so they don't go through Samaria. Samaria. Like there was a whole region between Galilee and Judea. Judea south, Galilee north, Samaria in the middle, and because they hated the Samaritans, instead of going through Samaria, they would walk around, cross the river, go cross the river again to go to Galilee. Wow. Are you seeing? Mm. So they come to Jerusalem. You see, you have to understand the things. These guys, they think they are going back to, to their homes in Galilee. Mm. Where was Peter's home? Mm. In, Galilee. In, in Galilee. Because that's where they operated. Peter's yes. oikos. Peter, James, John, and, and who? Andrew. Mm. That was the oikos in which Jesus operated. So they think, carry your use your clothes for, for one week or in two, Jerusalem. we'll be back. They don't know it's final. So they get to Jerusalem. Jesus dies. Mm -hmm. They've run away. That's why they could identify Peter and say, you're a Galilean. Your, your accent, mm -hmm. you're not from around. Mm -hmm. We can tell. Mm -hmm. And he was swearing, I don't know the man. <laughs> so so they, they, they couldn't believe it when Jesus died. Yes. Yeah, like they were not expecting it. They're like, this is our guy. He can pull one last move and we'll be out of here. <laughs> that guy, real bled. Yeah. Now, oh, you see, these guys, they had to depend on a, an influential disciple of Jesus who, who was from Jerusalem, mm. Joseph of mm. Arimathea, to even have his body buried. buried. Now, you have to ask yourself, where are they staying all those days? Because they don't have homes in Jerusalem. But they are in hiding. Oh, my goodness. And then the women decide to go check out the grave. Oh. So they had probably relatives and friends around there, like the kinds of Mary, Martha, Lazarus, you know, that Jesus had introduced them to. So probably they're hiding in those homes. So they go there, they're like, that guy is risen. Mm -mm. He's risen. And what does he tell them? Go, I will meet you <laughs> where? In Galilee. Like that's where we came from. <laughs> so the guys have to, you know, when you know if you're a fugitive, eh? <laughs> You know everyone is looking for you. Mm. But then you have to go all the way to back to Galilee to meet Jesus, the Why? resurrected Christ. So they go all the way to Galilee. He meets them there. Mm. Okay. Hmm. Then when, is he, when he meets them, you see, Matthew 28, mm -hmm. the scripture we like, mm. 18 to 20, mm. it was in Galilee. Mm. The one of Gomek disciples. Mm, the he commission. met them in Galilee. Mm. Yeah. Now, personally, I'm not sure. You know when just Peter said, I go fishing. That was in Galilee. <laughs> I go fishing. Now, I, I think that it was while they were in Galilee that then it tells them, now go back to Jerusalem. That's where the Holy Spirit oh, will find you. man. Why? <laughs> no questions. If, if you've died in Jerusalem, and the Holy Spirit is going to come in what? Jerusalem. Meet, meet us, us in Jerusalem. Thing. We wait here. The Holy Spirit comes. No. I will meet you in Galilee. So they have to walk long distances. Then don't depart from Jerusalem. Wow. You see, that's why they say the kingdom of God is for children. It is. They tell you something to do, you do it. Oh. You start speaking in tongues, you start speaking in tongues. Mm. It's as simple as that. Mm. If you start saying, what is tongues? How does speaking happen? So anyway, 
the point I'm saying is Jesus knew enough to tell the disciples do not leave Jerusalem. In other words, don't get involved in ministry if you don't have the anointing. That's it. Wait for the Holy Spirit. Mm. And then, funny, verse 6. six. <laughs> they bring up another topic altogether. Like, <laughs> is it, this is the problem. When wow. we don't understand what God is trying to do. So, Jesus knows the most critical thing is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Yes. It's the anointing. That's the most critical thing. These guys are still thinking about empire. They are still thinking empire ideas. Mm-hmm. This is, therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, say, Lord. Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? Hey. <laughs> Lord, will you at this time make my husband start behaving? Oh. Lord, Will you at this time heal the sick, so and so sickness? Mm. Lord, will you at this time change the government? <laughs> Lord, will you at this time heal whatever? You know, what are the hey. things people pray for? <laughs> Give me. Where we want to apply our relationship with God to those things that are close to our hearts, even the things that we think are very important. Yes. We can say, okay, it's not a personal thing. Kale, I'm not asking for myself. Mm. Will you restore the kingdom to Israel? I'm not asking for myself. Will you grow my mission or community? Mm, I'm not asking for myself. Will you help this church grow? Mm. I'm not asking for myself. Okay, God, I've gotten rid of all the selfish prayers. Let's talk national things. (laughs) Right? He has just talked about the most important thing. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit... Lord. Ouch. Lord. It's because we don't understand the value of the anointing. <laughs> it's you must desire wow. the most important thing. Wow, wow. First stop disturbing God about Israel. What 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 what? Oh your Israel. I don't know what your Israel is. It might be a marriage, it might be money, okay. it might be education, it might be that visa you have failed to get, it might be the masters you've been applying for forever whatever it is mm. will you at this time restore, restore <laughs> the, the kingdom, kingdom to Israel and what does he say <laughs> it's not for you <laughs> it's not for you to know the times <laughs> or seasons which the father has put in his own authority but uh-huh. next you verse. shall receive but here is what you should know here is what you should focus on here is where your whole deal should be. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, end of the earth. In other words, once you receive power, uh-huh. all these other issues you're bringing up, it doesn't matter. It was just a matter of time before the faith overran the empire because of the power of the Holy Spirit and being witnesses. You see, it's important to understand that the most important thing God has called you to as a believer is to be a witness to Jesus. It's not your masters. It's not your visa. It's not your next car. It's not the piece of land you've been praying for. It's none of that. 
all the things, the Bible says God gives us good things to enjoy, right? Yeah, it's not the marriage, it's not the children, it's not all the things God will give you and you even forget. You know, it's funny when you get a new car, you treat it nicely. Then after about three days, you drive the same way you used to drive the old car. Yeah, so all the things you, you think are important, you think marriage is the most important thing, then you get a spouse and you start treating the marriage like it doesn't matter. Ouch. You think land is the most important, then you get land. Well, you think the house is the most important, then you get the house. And it's just as ordinary as yesterday. And, and God says, no, 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 guys, it's the Holy Spirit. Mm. It's friendship with the Holy Spirit. It's the anointing to be witnesses. That's the only thing of eternal value. Wow. Of eternal value. Mm. Look, 100 years from now, no one will remember the house you built or how good it was or whatever it is. The mm-hmm. only thing that will matter <coughs> is you being a witness of Jesus. Wow. That's the only thing that will matter. The churches you planted, the souls you saved, mm. the disciples you made. Mm. Yeah, that's why we talk about these guys. Do we ever say the late Peter or the late Paul? Uh, the late yeah. James? No, it's as if they didn't die. Mm. They are alive. And yet there are people who died very recently and they're already forgotten. Look, you shall receive power. Forget the earthly dimension things. First of all, when you have the Holy Spirit and power, all these things people are just, as Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God yes. and his righteousness. And all, all these, these things, things, they will be added to you effortlessly. Mm. You don't have to waste your life mm. chasing money no. and earthly things. Mm. Give your life being a witness. That's why you must desire the Holy Spirit because the point of desiring the Holy Spirit is that you can't be an effective witness without, without him. the anointing. No. I don't know if I'm making sense. Totally. Am I shaking tables? Hey. Are the drinks pouring? They poured longer. Uh, there is a little bit of quietness in the studio here. And online. Uh, am I making sense? Mm-hmm. So, Lord, will you restore Israel to my husband, to my child, to my whatever? No, 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 no. Look, you're going to be married only in this lifetime. And then there will be eternity. <laughs> Jesus said there's no marriage in heaven. <laughs> Can you imagine? Jesus never had any physical children. Yeah. But his influence keeps growing. <laughs> okay, let's continue. Uh, you shall oh, receive... Wow. <laughs> Are you there? Mm-hmm. We must desire the supreme no, spiritual things that have impact on eternity. Look, eleven thirteen. Think about look eleven thirteen. Mm. So these guys, Jesus says, if you're then being evil, mm. so he assumes we are already evil. Mm. Know how <laughs> to give good gifts mm-hmm. to your children. children. Mm. You know how to give good gifts to bubbles. Of course. How much more will your heavenly father give you the pair of jeans? Wow, no, sir. The rent? No, sir. The car? No, sir. The school fees? No. The tuition? No. The scholarship? No. The what? The Holy Spirit. Like... When it comes to your heavenly father, the best gift he can give to you 
is the Holy Spirit, if you ask him. It's the anointing. It's the best gift from heaven. Look, cars, whether you're a believer or a non-believer, you can drive a nice car. In fact, non-believers drive better cars than believers. Houses, whether you're a believer or a non-believer, you can have a great house. Non-believers have awesome houses. It's true. Right? Mm. But non-believers cannot have the anointing. <laughs> wow. Right? Yeah. Wow. They can't have wow. what you have. They can't have what you have. This is, if you know how to give good gifts, here is the ultimate gift your Heavenly Father would love to give you, the Holy Spirit. Elijah turns around and asks Elisha when he's about to be taken mm. to heaven. The same way you know Jesus was taken to heaven right after. Because these things, they are repeating themselves. Mm. Jesus is about to be taken to heaven. tells them, here's the most important thing you'll get. The Holy Spirit, okay, have you heard? Mm. Uh, and now, uh, yeah. will you restore, restore the kingdom? The kingdom. Like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> you are seeking for kingdom when I've just given you the ultimate gift. Uh, wow. <laughs> By the way, my sister is in the house. She has one of the fastest growing mission communities in Nigeria. Yeah, even the Zono pastor said Turu. You know that Turu that has a T and then a U. Before you go, the R or U E. Turu. Yeah. Turu. You look, if your sister doesn't lead a growing mission of community, it's not my problem. So just rejoice with me that mine does. We rejoice with you. Where are we? I have to finish. The time is up. The most important gift. So, so Elijah asked Elisha. What, what shall I do for you? Mm, what shall I do for what you? What shall I do for you? Mm. I'm about to go. Mm. What shall I bequeath to you? Mm-hmm. Now remember, Elijah has been running a powerful ministry okay. with many prophets, what, big mm. budget, maybe even had a, a special parking spot. For he was his donkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, what do you want? The title? The, can I give you the title? The what, what do you want? Mm. The school? The church building? What? Like Bishop Doug says, <laughs> but you could have us for his wife. <laughs> oh, gosh. Bishop Doug. <laughs> like, wow. like, I'm about to go. What do you ask what I may do for you mm. before I'm taken away from you? Mm. You've served me these many years. Mm. You've worked with me. You poured water on my hands. Mm. You've been there for me in the worst of times. Mm. What can I do for you, Elisha? Mm. And Elisha said, let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. I want your anointing. Yep. I want your anointing. anointing. (laughs) What? Pastor E.A. Adeboye of uh, Redeemed Christian Church of God. Church has planted more than 40,000 churches. Hmm. Redemption Camp, there is an uh, an auditorium that can sit more than one million people. Yeah. 
I've been there, I've seen this mm. stuff. We are not talking dreams here. Mm. I've had this testimony from him, himself. Mm-hmm. Him, when he was still, you know, he wasn't the founder of the mm-hmm. church. He was an interpreter, interpreting for their, father, for their pastor because mm. he used to speak Yoruba only. Yes. So when they traveled interna- internationally, Zanu interpreted. He was a mathematics professor. professor. Mm. Yeah, Daddy mm-hmm. Gio, math professor. So they, they went to a Kenneth Hagen meeting mm-hmm. and somehow they managed to secure audience with Kenneth Hagen. Mm-hmm. And so there were many preachers from Nigeria and he asked, what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. And one said, Tips. can I take your tapes and be the official distributor of your tapes. Yeah, this, this is yes, a true story. It's a true story. Yeah. So it, great, great. Mm-hmm. So he called the person in charge of the mm, tips. Tes, tapes, give this man tapes. Books. One said, I want to distribute your books. Mm. Call the man in charge of books, give this man books. Uh, what well, the other one wanted was, they were like These four. Are the ones I remember. They wanted different things from mm-hmm. Kenneth Hagin's ministry. <coughs> and then he turned to Pastor Deborah said, and young man, what do you want? He said, mm. I want hmm. what is on you. Yep. I want the thing that makes you you. you. And Kenneth Hagin just told everyone, get out of the get room. Get out of the room. And that Gio says, the next thing you knew was on the floor, mm. just praying in the spirit. Mm. Look what has come out of, of that, that moment. Man. My goodness, that moment. The anointing. Look what has come out of that. Mo- he never took books. He never took tapes. Those days, some people might be wondering, what are tapes? Yeah. Recordings. Uh, imagine carrying around your <laughs> iTunes in, 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 a, in a small oh, plastic thing. That's a tape. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he never took tapes. He never took books. He took the, the, anointing. the man laid hands on him. And today, Redeemed Christian Church of God is almost in every country in the, the world. world and still growing. Wow. The anointing. anointing. What do you desire? When you go to pray, when they say there is a prayer meeting, what, what do, do you, you go desire? to ask for? Mm. What do you want? That's how you want it. Whew. Going forward, we'll look at, at the different things that the anointing can do and mm. why you should desire it and how you, should, you can get anointed. It is, it is, but please pray for us as we start concluding. Wow. What an evening. What a, what a word this evening. Yeah. The thing that will make us effective witnesses for God, the thing that will differentiate us from the world the thing that will activate us into the ministry that God has given to us. I think we're going to spend a lot of time, hopefully, in your missional community this evening, praying, just praying in the spirit, you know, just praying and, and asking God also to give us that desire for, because Jesus had to teach his people to desire the anointing, stay here and wait for that. So to pray for that. And I just want to give you an opportunity if you're joining us today and You've never made Jesus Lord of your life. He's the source of purpose and anointing and destiny. He made you and he wants to have a relationship with you. 
And so I want you to do something very simple for me. Today, if you say today, I want to have a relationship with Jesus. Today, I want to say yes to Jesus. Just put your hand up wherever you are, whether you are alone or you're in that mission or community meeting somewhere, wherever you are, just as a sign of response, just say yes to Jesus and pray this simple prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me. Today, I confess that you're my Lord and Savior. I believe that you died for all my sins and I believe that today I am forgiven. Today I am born again. Take my life and do something significant with it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 If you amen. prayed that prayer, we know 100%. Yes, you can clap. There's rejoicing in heaven. We know that you're born again. And you have, you have, your life has completely turned over right now from death to life, from darkness to light. You can call a number. I'm going to read it out. You can write it down. 0775-642449. That's 0775-642449. You can add plus 256 and then remove the zero if you're outside Uganda. Plus 256-775-642449. And get in touch with us. Let us know that you received Christ. There'll be a pastor at the other end waiting to connect with you and help you make sense of what has happened. But today, you are born again. Welcome to the family of God. I'm going to allow Apostle Moses to minister to us, those of us who have any pain in our bodies and, 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 and they are for healing. Thank you, Father, for your grace and goodness. Thank you for the anointing that breaks the yoke. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I address every kind of sickness, illness, condition that you've suffered with up to this point. I command it to get off you. Yes. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. It's not the temple of sickness. So may the Holy Spirit take his rightful place in your body from head to toe. Head to toe. Someone, you need to start obeying God's instructions. Some people, I, I feel like there are people who are in relationships, including sexual relationships that you shouldn't be in. And God is asking you to get out now. Not tomorrow, not the other day, no need for meeting now. Because that is what is hindering the anointing of God working mightily in your life. The Holy Spirit doesn't like competition. So we need to learn to walk with him. It's not like he will reject you or anything. No, not like that. Mm -mm. Remember, we are not talking about sonship and identity here. We're talking about assignment. Oh. So you must choose a certain lifestyle mm -hmm. if you want God to use you mightily. And that's God is asking you to take that seriously right now, some of you. So as I was praying for just healing, that's what I started seeing. So Father, we thank you for healing. So wherever you are, at home, in the car, at work, wherever you are, whatever is not working well, just believe with me, put your hand there. A friend of mine who was praying like this, and she was re-watching it two days later, and she was watching on her phone, so she just put her phone where there was a lamp 
that was developing in her breast mm. and it disappeared Amen. immediately. Hallelujah. So these testimonies, we tell them to you so that you can know that we are not guessing. This mm. is not guesswork, international ministries. Mm. These things happen and we receive these testimonies every week every week of mighty things God is doing. So, may God do it for you. Amen. I command whatever it is, tumor, swelling, pain, brokenness, name it, depression, get out. Get out. Be gone. May you be replaced by the joy of the Lord Amen. and the glory of God. The glory of God. May the glory of God surround you right now. Someone, you're there in your room, you're going to start experiencing the manifest presence of God Hallelujah. right now. Right Hallelujah. now, right Hallelujah. now, right Hallelujah. now. Glory, yes. glory, glory, glory. May the glory of God surround you right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. And if you've never prayed in tongues, you've prayed for the Holy Spirit before, mm. you have asked God to fill you, but you've never, just start doing that now. Yes. Just start yes. doing right that now. now. Right now. It's so easy. It's so easy. It's so easy. You just open your mouth and the Holy Spirit will give you utterance. If you don't open your mouth, he will not give you utterance. The Holy Spirit will not make your mouth move. No. You have to start talking. And we had countless people speaking tongues on this program and on our Sunday garage. So just start speaking in tongues. Very powerful. Very, very powerful too. Because the Lord already gave you the Holy Spirit when you ask the first time. So now it's a matter of walking in that which you have received. So we bless you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your presence. Yes, I release prophetic, prophetic utterances to you right now in the name of Jesus. And prophetic equipment. Yeah, dreams and visions. Some of you are going to have very clear, lucid dreams. Tonight, 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 you're going to start having prophetic dreams, dreams that reveal bits and pieces of the future. Amen. Yeah, that you don't walk just in darkness because you 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 carry the Holy Spirit. You are a person who carries the Holy Spirit. Someone, God wants you to start operating in the Spirit. You know, I don't I don't know if you know what I mean. There is being filled with the Holy Spirit, but when you don't operate in the Spirit operating in the spirit. That things like praying in tongues, mm. things like prophesying, you know, you, the Bible says the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. In other words, you, God is not going to overcome you until you say something prophetic to someone. No. You have to be intentional actually uh, to prophesy. And the Bible says, Paul says, I desire that you should all prophesy. Mm. Why? Because pro prophecy is comforting mm. and brings edification and clarity to people's lives. Yeah. So God wants to use us. Don't let people around you just live on a normal plane, taking in whatever hits them when you could be speaking prophetic words that can establish their future. Amen. Start operating in the spirit. Next time you find a sick person, pray for them. You're not the healer. It's the anointing that heals. Amen. But the anointing is depending on you. We have this treasure, an earthen vessel, yes. that the excellence of the power may be of God and not, and of, not us. of us. So you will not get to a point where you don't feel like an earthen vessel. No, you are always going to feel like an earthen vessel. But you have to still go ahead and, and do what God is telling you to do. So operate on that plane. Someone, you need to start reading large doses of scripture. Amen. I feel that strongly. Mm. You need to start reading large doses of scripture. Mm. Large doses. An hour in scripture. Two 
hours in the scriptures. There is someone, and by the way, everything I'm saying is not for everyone. I can say something and then one or two or three or ten people, I don't, I don't know, will strongly feel that even the whole day God was already speaking to you about that yes. same thing. You've been thinking about it. Someone texted you about it. It is, And now I'm saying it because God is confirming it. You need to start taking in large doses of scripture. Someone, your ministry is delaying to explode because you're taking thin doses of scripture. Your ministry is delayed because of the scripture intake. Scripture intake. Scripture intake. Start taking in large doses of scripture, somebody. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. So, Father, we thank you. We honor you so much for the anointing. Lord, that you choose to use human beings like us to bless the body of Christ, to bless people, to lead people to you, to the knowledge of you. We don't take it for granted. So we bless you. We honor you. Friends, may God bless you. May he cause his face to shine on you and give you peace. May you enjoy tonight as you go to your mission or committee meetings. Physically, those who are already meeting, wherever you are, on Zoom, those who are meeting on Zoom, may God bless you abundantly. And may you, may he give you a hunger. I'm praying for hunger right now. Because the Bible says, Jesus told him, says, my father says, no one comes unless I draw them. God has already drawn you. Maybe you haven't been responding. May you receive hunger. Yes. yes you're going to wake up at 4 a.m. Yeah, that's hunger. It's time to pray. Don't try to go back to bed. Mm. Receive hunger for more. There is so much more in God. Amen. Amen. And may the grace of our, of our Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, Christ and, and the love of God and the, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, Spirit be with us all now and forever. forever. Amen. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.